this message is all about the almighty power of God's presence and how we as a people can lay hold of that power. We've had some remarkable <laughs> announcements the last few days and one of them to my great surprise having written a book called Facebook Power and the fact that uh, you know it's still around but now it's part of a family called the metaverse and you know to me <laughs> it's an open door for the church to move in because uh, one of the things that we have to be mindful of and that's the first time the bible speaks of a priesthood known as Melchizedek and Melchizedek was a king and his name means the king of righteousness according to Isaiah 32:1 go get your bibles we see that the title king of righteousness also refers to Lord Jesus Christ now the metaverse a wonderful place but it's virtual reality it's uh it's another atmosphere but we've been <laughs> birthed into a terrestrial dimension or earthly terracotta dimension and although i am a part of the development group with metaverse um been uh really interested in supporting most everything that facebook is doing in fact a few weeks ago um after having qualified now you know 4 minute church is broadcasting on uh, a facebook podcast as well and so i just don't want the body of christ to get uh get things twisted and that's the easiest way to explain this uh christ lord jesus christ is the high priest and his status is that of a king and he functions as a priest he is a king he is the king to be the priest so his priestly uh priesthood is kingly it's royal and we find that for those taking notes in first peter 29 he actually combines the kingship together with the priesthood for God's building and for God's glory now i'm not trying to get involved at all with the metaverse but we were given dominion over this earth and in this earthly reign we have to acknowledge 
the authority that we find in Genesis chapter 14 and 20, where Melchizedek said, Blessed be the God most high, who has delivered your enemies into your hand. We should not think that Abraham himself was able to slaughter the the adversary and the other little K kings. Abraham's brother's son and his possessions, according to Genesis 14.22, they went out to fight for these possessions. And they went out to battle. He lifted up his hand to the Most High. That means that before he fought the enemies, he contacted God. This is Abraham, and this is Lot. And these these are authoritative principles that we have to understand getting involved in anything that we're involved with. We have to understand who the ruling authority is. Therefore, it was not Abraham who slaughtered the enemies. It was God. God was involved. And so when we talk about Melchizedek, we have to uh, understand what it means to be the king of righteousness and the king of peace and the purpose of him entering into God's word in the beginning in the book of Genesis. After he came, there was righteousness and peace. It was in such an environment and condition of righteousness and peace that Melchizedek issued bread and wine to the victor. It is the same today. We need to fight for righteousness, and righteousness will issue in peace. Church, you have to hear me. I'm not trying to be confusing, and I know a lot of you don't really get with what I'm saying, but Facebook, we have a book to face (laughs) that's much bigger than Facebook, and that's called the Book of Life, and understanding the authority that we have to operate in as believers, we have to know the power of the Lord's presence. And we have to understand the message uh, for this hour. We have to have a world coming back into some level of righteousness and peace. But righteousness and peace alone can't satisfy us. We need something to eat and drink. We need our daily supply. Thus, based upon God's righteousness and peace, our Melchizedek ministers the bread and wine for us to eat and drink. He has redeemed us, and now he feeds us. But who is this Melchizedek figure 
becomes very significant because we are now coming into a level and it's going to happen and it's going to happen soon. We're going to come into a major confusion because, you know, the authorities and the dimension that Facebook and the metaverse is inviting us into is very confusing without its basis on knowing the facts of our creation. We're believers. And that's why I'm not going head-to-head with with the Facebook principles at all. Our principles, and I mean... uh, the principalities, the authority of Facebook. I want to make that clear. But I do want us to understand that Christ, if Christ is not in the metaverse, then we have to be very mindful and careful because Christ abides in a perpetual priesthood. And when I participated last week, and it was exciting, but the question in my mind is, where is the dimension of the authority of Christ and our genesis? And, uh, you know, we have to uh, acknowledge Christ as our head and when we look at the word high priest that places Lord Jesus Christ in a very pivotal spot he is so much greater uh, than all of the other priests he he's also greater than Abraham. Uh, This is proved by the fact that Abraham gave tithes of the choice balls to Melchizedek. And he paid tithes to Melchizedek. And Melchizedek blessed Abraham. And this also indicates the greatness of Melchizedek. And so... Uh, (laughs) we just have to be very, very careful at this hour. I got some preaching friends that can make this really where you want to hoop and holler. This is a foundation. And the foundation is to really uh, give you a message about the almighty presence of God. We don't want to be involved as believers in any kind of metaverse, alternate universe, anything of that nature without without acknowledging who holds the key to the power. We salute, we sacrifice, and we give our lives to our Savior and our Lord Jesus Christ. And we have to be mindful of that, saints. We have to be mindful 
who we are pledging allegiance to.